0: If you know me, you know I am a lover of music. It speaks to our senses and it transcends time. Music goes beyond what the human ear hears but speaks to the mind via vibrations. It makes you feel. It speaks to your emotions. It calls you to action. It elevates or subdues your awareness. Understand that music has power and we must choose wisely. I'm speaking with MC BD3 as he stands out as a rapper, which I like to define as more intentional about his words or message. And in this interview, he also shows that words may not always seem what it is on the surface. Stay locked in from the beginning to the end, because this episode is a whole vibe, literally. (laughs) Before we get started, check out one of my favorite records by BD3 called Kite. You call it what you want, I'ma tell it
1: like it is so i jotted this little thing when i was in the crib kites you send them all detailings of your life Descriptions, coding secrets in plain sight With your deepest I could bear Would be shallow hibernations if you did do appear So here's my letter, I hope I make it better Don't penalize me for decisions that I made instead of Leading you down directions, I wasn't prepared, love Either way you feel the sting World all of these things and I cannot stop it I got compulsive behavior, if I want it, I wanted. I wanted you, but you told me I should wait a few more minutes. Could've played my position, should've listened but the universe, she be trippin'. She sends me two bad women, curly hair and cinnamon. Other brothers juggle, but these days I'm into building. But skyscrapers ain't on sand; the boats can stand on land. Make your bed and lay in, and leave your worries on the stand. Good night.
0: This around-the-way girl wants to chat with you. She's discovering new information in this world that surrounds her. Tapping into her inner power, her sexuality, and taking ownership of her insecurities. She discovered she had to unlearn some things. Come and enjoy her moments of reflection, re-education, redefinition, and evolution. Kick back, sip some wine, take a drive, whatever your vibe. Join me, your host, Shay Sanaa, with She Discovered Podcast. So stay tuned. You might learn some things. I am here with a dope creative that I got the opportunity to know or hear, I should say, while he was doing his live music, the creative BD3. And this was about maybe pre-pandemic so this was about 2019 and I came to one of your shows through a mutual friend and I heard your music and it was really really dope I really loved it so I decided to get you on here to talk about the culture of hip-hop as we know it because I see your genre of rap hip-hop whatever you want to call it to be a tad bit different and in Mm. my opinion like when I listen to your music I definitely get a Nas vibe from you and I I love Nas. I love his music. And when I hear your music, I, I it gives me a nostalgic feeling because it's not like today's hip hop. Not saying there aren't rappers today that can mimic the artistry of like Jay-Z or Nas or other hip hop, you know, artists or rap artists from our um era like in the nineties. But at the same time, hip hop today, eh, it's a little questionable, right? <laughs> it's different.
1: It's,
0: it's different. So it's different. Definitely appreciate your vibe of music. I wanted to start with did you get to see the locks versus dipset versus? Of course. My god, yo, learn your words. That was absolutely for New York hip hop culture. A hundred percent. The locks did good, but we we know Jada Kiss took the whole show, right? Jada Kiss took the whole show. When I watched this dipset versus lock versus and then i also watched the snoop dog versus dmx versus although it's very nostalgic because it's from our era you know 90s early 2000s mm-hmm. one thing i noticed and i guess maybe back then we weren't in the mindset or i wasn't in the mindset to really indulge in what the words or the lyrics were saying it's more of like yo this beat is hot and yes certain lyrics we knew but not understanding the depth of it until now being an adult, really taking time to listen to lyrics. Mm. And I just found it to be very degrading to women, right? Mm. Like you take certain dipset (laughs) lyrics and I was just like, Wow, but it's not it's nothing new. You got Biggie, you got Jay-Z. When you think of the hip hop era especially in the male arena, it's very misogynistic, right? Yeah. You understand that. And even though we had female MCs, usually they put the female MCs in the uh, in the arena of or the avenue of sexuality. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, she could be as sexual as a man or whatever and stuff like that. And then you had other female MCs like Queen Latifah MC light or whatever that came with a different message of like uplifting women I never sat down to understand the depth of hip-hop although we know that that is not the overall culture of hip-hop but it's a good portion of it of how misogynistic it is towards women right especially sexually like I listen to certain verses right now and certain rappers and I'm like yo I would never want my son to listen to this and think that this is okay or this is a way that you should view or treat women and we we get it that hip-hop also has like crime violence drugs, sex all of these things because they're speaking from a point of view and that's the beauty of hip-hop hip-hop was always truth right like we're speaking about our community we speaking about what we know or we're also speaking about the reality we wish to obtain this is the reality we wish to obtain so aspiration. What What is your view in comparison to hip hop when we were growing up in the golden age compared to hip hop now? Because I had a conversation with my cousin and she was just like, yo, I don't know. Hip hop now seems to be a little more vulgar nowadays Or to the point that it just doesn't have a message. And I told her, I feel like hip hop was always vulgar, but we had a variety of hip hop artists, right? Everything was always about, you know, degrading women. Like again, you had now. Right, exactly, right? You had a variety. I don't feel like there's a variety because when I listen to the music, especially trap music, I'm just like, yo, everything is about money, cars, and.
1: All right, so this is what I'm gonna say. Mm. I think in the 90s, Hip-hop is becoming global. You got to understand that right now, hip-hop is the number one genre of music on this earth.
0: As it has grew, I feel like hip-hop is not only music, hip-hop is culture.
1: Right. So let me be clear about what I'm saying. Hip-hop, the music, in the music, because I separate hip-hop culture from hip-hop music. Okay. And I separate hip-hop music from the music industry, the music business. Mm -hmm. So to me, those are three different things. Break it down for me. Hip-hop culture is a part of Black culture, is a part of urban culture. It is like, we all share that. It's a part of poor people's culture. It grew from the tenements and the projects of the South Bronx and Brooklyn and all these places. Part of it came from the DJs and the toastings in Jamaica when they used to have those sound classes. It comes from the spoken word of people like the Lost Poets and all this other stuff. It comes from Beba. It comes from jazz. All of those elements create hip-hop, but hip-hop comes from the people, right? Like it's a revolutionary culture, right? Mm-hmm. And then hip-hop breaking down, broken down into culture has pillars. If you think about culture, a culture that needs to have particular things, identifiable things to be considered a culture, right? Language, food, all of these things create what the terminology culture is. Hip-hop has breakdancing. Hip-hop has MC, Hip hop has DJing, hip-hop has graffiti, and hip hop has knowledge of self, right? Mm-hmm. So like that is the, the elements towards to the culture. It's separate in itself. Then you have hip-hop music. So people who do, people who rap, people who you know create um, beats in the production where you're having maybe a sample bass or or whatever the case may be, and you're using spoken word over these rhythms, right? To deliver yeah. a message. That's hip hop music. But the music industry is now, that's a totally different music industry is business. It's all business. It's business on how to sell a product. So when I think about the '90s, I think about wh- who came before the '90s, the '80s, right? Mm-hmm. And if we're talking about it, hip hop came out. Let's say hip hop came out '79, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the cats in the '80s—that's where that's where all of our favorite rappers was really looking up to. They was looking up right. to all the cats in the '80s, right? But hip hop wasn't global back then. Like it was true. getting it was getting there. Wu Tang is going to Japan. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. people are crossing cultural barriers. So it becomes a bigger thing right now hip-hop is the number one business anywhere. If you look on your TV, all of the ads, all of the advertisement, all of the marketing is hip-hop influence, the way people talk, the way people move, they use hip-hop swagger, they they steal everything. The essence of hip-hop in itself is now pushing the business. I I said all that to say that I try to classify them differently. In the 90s, hip-hop, you were able to hear different voices. It was still in the stages where you can hear different voices and find what to, what you identify with right? right you might not identify with Snoop Dogg Bitches and Hoes and Gangbanging but you might identify with tribe called Quest. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a different avenues for you to find. The business of that is that peace, love, and unity don't sell. Mm-hmm. How many times are you going to the movie theater to watch peace, love, and unity, or are you going to watch an action film? It don't sell. American culture is violent. People love that. People love violence. And that's what sells. Sex, and sex, and sex, drugs, sex, and violence. Yeah, drugs, and violence sells right. And rock and roll. Rock and roll was started by Chuck Berry and, and Lil' Rich and people like that. And they were singing about love. And so then rock and roll became some white boy thing and then some demonic... That's, That's so true it. Right Yeah Like So now we think about The business model And the reason why Hip hop right now Ain't in the same The way I don't think about it Because the business Is more important Than the music There's still people Out there who's doing it. If we really wanted To go on Spotify And look up We can find them we, we gotta dig for them They're not gonna be In our face They're not gonna be around Kind of like the tribes Was Like Far Side, Like Common Like all those cats Like they're not gonna Be around Because it Ain't good for business Right. Like, if I'm telling people peace, love, and unity, and everything, how the fi am going to sell these guns? You know what I'm saying? It don't make sense. So, if it don't make sense, then it don't make dollars. You know what I mean? So, at the end of the day, it's like, for them, the people who are in control of the business, they love to sell black deaths that's what they do
0: everything that you're saying I totally agree with and I saw an aspect of it but you broke it down right and I'm just like yes that makes sense and like you said that they sell black death and I'm like I feel like in the black community now we're we're trying to get out of that mindset or that narrative but for so long we've been fed trauma for so long and we've been used to eating up trauma and accepting it that becomes the narrative that we we feel or we we see as yeah this this is our reality this is how we identify it has to be about sex drugs and violence because that's where i grew up from but it's like okay but what else you know mm-hmm. what i mean there's there's a black person's narrative or a black person's story or history does not only involve the hood and the projects sex violence and drugs but like you said it's it's a story that's being told but it's a message that has been shoved down our throats that we're constantly ingesting it and thinking that is the only reality mm-hmm. and that's all that we love
1: mm-hmm. our culture is nuanced period mm-hmm. right to be to be black is not a one thing it's not a monolith right it's like right. you know what i mean but even black people in ourselves we haven't really unpacked that yet we are not ready to accept all different types of blackness right. why? because our trauma has informed us to think very very small of ourselves right. so like we we're in we are still trying to get into that space we could call each other king or, Queen and God and all that, but we gotta do some work.
0: We have to do the work because I think we're just so stuck on the labels that we're giving each other, right? And this, this famous, not, let me not use the word fantasy but we're in this like magical place where we're just like yes king yes queen yes and someone said yeah, so quick to say we all came from kings and queens and stuff like how about the peasants how you know right. your lineage is not from a servant That's a you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what i mean has been the greatest servant ever but we all want to claim royalty you know what i'm saying as if like servitude is not something also to be upheld Thank you for coming this far into the episode. I wanted to share the exciting news of She Discovered Podcasts expanding to YouTube. We will still be streaming audio episodes via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and SoundCloud. In addition, extra episodes will air via YouTube from time to time. So please be sure to follow and subscribe. Updates and teasers can be found on Instagram at She Discovered Podcasts. Enjoy the rest of the episode. I've Like I said, I've seen you live But then I start I heard a song that was just On repeat on IG And it was called Green Juice And I was like, Ooh. what's this? And I was like, hold on He rapping about Green Juice? <laughs> you know what I mean? And like You're talking about herbal medicine, you're talking about taking care of the body, taking care of the mind, but then it had like a hip hop swag to it, but it also had jazz and I heard like a little um, Latin flavor in it. And I was like, yo, this is different. This is, this is awesome. So with that said, first of all, what made you do that record? Let's start there.
1: When I first did the record, Green Juice was not supposed. Green Juice, I I thought about it like how people like Marvin Gaye and you know cats from the sixties would write records, right? The whole record would be a metaphor for something else. Who sings "Love Come Down"? You make my love come down. Who's that? That's, doesn't matter. I it doesn't matter. Well, who else? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we singing this as kids, right? Our parents just mm-hmm. listen to it. And then as we get older, she's talking about, um, she's talking about Climax. You make my love come down. This is about sex. It's just saying in a very beautiful way and and it's funky and it's dope and we put putting great energy, you know, you get lost in the metaphor. Green yeah. Juice was the same thing. I was talking about leaving a toxic sexual relationship to something that was a little bit more healthy.
0: In Green Juice? yeah i would (laughs) have
1: thought because
0: again i'm listening to and we're gonna get to that with how beats and frequencies and songs could get you lost right where you don't even pay attention to the words but Mm -hmm. yeah like just the vibrations of the music and then all you hear is like green juice Mm -hmm. and then you're Mm -hmm. talking about like yeah put your herbs in a sea bath and you, (laughs) (laughs) you know so you I would have never thought that you were actually talking about that. So break that down a little bit more. I'm like intrigued now. So all right,
1: let me go. Let me go up with the verses. I said purging out the demons. Okay. Gone for the weekend. Met a chick. She was flying down to Deegan. Little bitter like arugula. Since she had this beef, she was no longer vegan.
0: All I'm hearing is arugula. <laughs> <laughs> juice, vegan so my mind is already programmed that oh this whole song is just, is just about getting healthy you know what i mean i'm not even catching like what you're saying
1: literally i was purging out my demons from a, a crazy situation where it was only good when we angrily Yo, people been in situations like that. It's just like, yo, man, it's only like you're only connecting on that like carnal level when you're mm. angry, and it's like, yo, man, yeah, it's good, but it's toxic. Now I'm like, this is a whole different situation. You know, she's healthy. This is a, a, a representation of a healthy um uh, relationship. So that's mm. what I was talking about. I was talking about leaving one like purging away one kind of toxic joint mm-hmm. going into another, but I use. Green juice and all of the health vibes to mask the mm. fact that I was talking about.
0: That. So wow. it was a
1: big metal.
0: Okay, yeah, that reminds me of a lot of songs. Like you said, that again, messaging you could get so caught in. Because what's that song? Tastes like candy Mm -hmm. homie's talking about cocaine Mm -hmm. (laughs) like Mm -hmm. he's talking about taking cocaine and when you really Mm -hmm. sit down and pay attention to the words it all lines up and you're like duh listen to what he just said but at every wedding because of the best man electric slide everybody playing tastes like candy not knowing that you dancing to a man that's talking about his love for cocaine Mm
1: -hmm. right so it
0: tells you how powerful the music industry is right
1: yeah it's crazy because you know with the right uh, melody With the right Sonics You know You can Deliver something That people will sing forever And might not even know What it really is about Because think about These yeah, these little kids Will be rapping And singing people's words They don't know What the hell They talking about mm-hmm. We
0: ain't know What the hell We was talking about Most of the time Yes <laughs> you know it's like, until now That I take my time again To listen to to words I mean yo I remember Singing
1: love Come down all the time That's my singing You my love that's how I listened. I was like, oh, that's what she was talking about. Okay. Green, green juice was that. But, you know, also health is wealth and all of those type of things were being more prominent in our community. We were mm-hmm. trying to take, take care of our bodies better. And I just wanted to do something that I thought was kind of fly, a little fresh. That's the type of artist I am. I'm like, yo, if I'm going to deliver it, I got to deliver it in a way that it hasn't been done before.
0: Mm-hmm. That's it.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, everybody can talk about leaving the toxic relationship to something different mm-hmm. but like the messaging gotta be different and i just chose to hit it to to use the metaphor of green juice and all the health vibes but then also to have multiple transitions in it musically right, right. so to start- start off with a little funky vibe that will go into a Latin section, but even more so like a samba, like Brazilian, but then to also have, you know, one of my homies come there and speak Creole Mm -hmm. over it. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. it was like, I wanted to make sure that I touched all of the elements.
0: Yo, I'm blown away. I'm here. Do you remember on IG, I go get a green juice, right? I'm hyped, And I was like, oh, let me tag bd3 song in this and i'm like all right look at me drinking my green juice and i put the song and now i'm like this man was talking about (laughs) toxic sexual relationships, yes and i'm thinking the whole thing is just about green juice and health granted like you said you were touching on that aspect but But for the most part you knew what you knew what your message was right So how would you define yourself as an artist? Or how would you define your music?
1: Because it is different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, man, I'm I'm a painter. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, every time I go in, I'm just trying to create something that I didn't create. before. You know, like, I never want to deliver the same thing. I never make anything that I haven't drawn direct inspiration from yeah. or something that I haven't seen that I'm close to. I can talk about stuff like figments of my imagination, but I'm not one of those people. Like, be, Everything is very connected. I kind of want people to consume my music the way they will consume art. You don't have to listen to me every day. I'm okay with that. Like mm-hmm. I don't need to be. Um, On I don't rotation. Need, not not all the time. Like nah, my shit is like fine art, man. Like you, like you, when you bumping it, you bumping it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like you bumping it, you bumping it. Like you can have it. All the time, because there's people who go to the museum all the time. Right. And then there's other people who make an event out of it, mm-hmm. right? Like they go to brunch, they go to the museum, they hold it in high, high regard. It's like a date. Like if I want to impress somebody, I'm gonna take them to the MoMA, and we're gonna go to this ex- exhibition, and da It's like a thing, and that's kind of like how I want my music to be viewed and to be um, to be respected in that way. It's like I'm. I go through different periods. I present different ideas and different patterns and different musical sounds.
0: So would you say you do not want to be boxed in into just a hip hop genre?
1: Nah, nah, because next year I'm about to hit y'all over the head with some crazy shit that you ain't even thought could I could do. Oh, nah. <laughs> okay. okay.
0: Cause I was gonna ask you. I was like, do you consider yourself a more you're just like you said, a creative, a rapper, a MC, but would you categorize yourself as a conscious MC or rapper?
1: I I don't like the terminology, but Conscious is to be awake. So what's the opposite of that sleep? So is everybody else asleep? I mean, I guess they are. I don't know. I ain't that. I mean, I ain't
0: that woke. I'm not a hotep. Like, I'm not it doesn't (laughs) have to be (laughs) listen, it doesn't have to be what brothers are doing now, where it was like sister from the now, mother earth. Like, no, it doesn't have to be that to be conscious, but I guess in the sense of like you're conscious of what your message is you're Absolutely. conscious of who what message you want to put out to your audience you're Absolutely. conscious of like like you said that this is artistry and every rapper would probably say the same thing but you know certain people have been put in the category of conscious rap music like you said as common I wouldn't say Nas even though he's more of like a poetic storyteller but you know you have your commons and uh what who's the other one right now that they would say the same thing uh Kendrick all those different type of people, because there's more of a storytelling and messaging that is in there, and there's also knowledge that's placed in their yeah. words, right? So I guess that that is the category that I think of when I think of conscious. I'm not thinking about the brother uh, nation of Islam on the corner telling me I, that I I'm, got you. You know what I'm saying?
1: But you know, sometimes sometimes the terminology conscious also has a stigmatism of corny, right? Yeah. Like, it does. Let's just be honest. Like, I'm, no, I'm balanced. Like, I'm I'm a balanced person, Mm right? So, yeah, I want everybody to elevate and do well and peace and everything. Don't get it twisted. Like, it it can go left if it needs to be. Mm -hmm. But I don't necessarily need to put that in my music. I guess, like, what I would consider myself is, I'm going to put it like this. I would want to be compared to Prince. Here's the reason why. Mm -hmm. Prince is considered like a pop artist, but Prince done did rock and roll, jazz, R&B. He done did everything. He done touched Mm -hmm. everything. And there's always a message in his music and then there's a message overall in his artistry. I'm never trying to bring the same energy. I'm never trying to bring the same content to people. That's not what I want to do, because then you're going to get reliant on that. And you're like, oh, I want to hear this. And like that's cool. Mm-hmm. And if you like that from me, then I would encourage you to continuously listen to those records that I put out of your life. I would respectfully say to the people who support me and the people who listen is like, be open to whatever may come because you don't know what you might like. I got a song called Say Less. And that shit ain't conscious at all. And it, I mean it's not it's not a crazy vulgar song. It's it's honest. I I talked about something that was honest just as green juice was. Yeah. You know, it's just, yeah. it's, it's just I think as long as you as long as you're honest with your content and you are particular about your brand and how you're delivering things, mm-hmm. you know, I think it, I think it's good. Um the label of being conscious is usually is, for me is for other people rather than me. So if people want to identify me as conscious, I wouldn't get mad at that. But would I identify myself as a conscious rapper? Not really, man. I'm just, I'm a, a creative MC that is going to continuously put out artwork and pieces that is going to represent what I think and what is going to represent the times. And that's it. I
0: love that. Is there a reason that you choose different genre, genres of music to tap into? Is it because you know every genre gives a different feel? And the reason I ask that is because I came across, not only am I talking about the words, right, that are used in, in music or in hip hop, that we have to be very careful of what we ingest, and yeah every artist has their prerogative to put out what they want but at the same time we have to make a conscious decision of what we choose to listen to right because not it not only are words powerful but maybe a couple years ago i began learning about the power of vibrations and frequencies in music Mm. right and different genres give you that and like you said little Richard started with a vibe of like rock and roll that that they would consider but then you slowly saw the transition and then you get into heavy metal like I kid you not till this day if I hear heavy metal my whole body goes off like it feels mm. demonic you know what mm. I mean and even what they're saying I'm like what is this what artists they they're not saying anything and mm-hmm. I'm just like I mm-hmm. ju- right. Not only not only what they're saying, but just the vibrations of the music. I'm like, this just makes me want to, like, crawl somewhere. And you and I'm not trying to say I'm 100% right, but you tend to hear people that are into heavy metal or what's that um punk rock culture? There's another one. It begins with an M. I can't remember. Oh, I forgot what that is. But they tend to think about suicide more. They tend to be very dark- they tend to, you know, get more depressed or whatever and stuff like that. But what I found out about, let me look at my notes here. It's called cymatics, which Mm. is basically the study of vibrations through sound, right? Mm. So a long time ago around the era of Hitler time, or probably a little bit before that, with that study, they realized that some frequencies can help tune the brain To focus, some frequencies could actually have the brain do things where it gets a little distorted. And then the ones, the frequencies, and I think they said it's like 432 hertz or 528 Hertz. And those are the type of vibrations and frequencies that mimic nature. Because if you ever tell people love listening to rain, ocean, the wind, those things are kind of calming and it helps people put people in a meditative state, right? Where clarity comes in. They did an experiment where they took water and they had two containers of water and they exposed one uh, container of water to like classical music. And they let like the vibrations of that you know, mix in the water, and then they froze it. When they took it out the freezer, the particles of the water that got frozen mimicked like a snowflake. Like it had like crystals and everything. Mm. And then the ones that they exposed to like a low vibration or frequency type of music When they took it out, the crystals, it didn't even form into crystals. It's like the water had like a distorted view to it. So it was basically saying if our body is made up of more than 70% water, Imagine the type of music and frequencies that we're putting in and what it does to us, right? Mm. And you hear that sometimes when people say, like, if you're studying, it's better to book classical music or nature sounds and stuff like that. Have you ever been exposed to this knowledge? Like, is there a reason why you decided, you know what, I want to tap into different genres because I understand the element of what different types of music does to people or was it just a strategy that you felt you wanted to do just to brand yourself
1: so I'm not gonna lie on myself and say that I knew exactly about like the 432 hertz Mm -hmm. or whatever yeah I didn't I didn't know about that part but I do I'm well versed in the fact that that classical music um the vibrations are very similar to nature I Mm -hmm. I, I, I've, I've read that before I think for me More so, the reason why I dabble with different genres of music is to make sure that I show, like, the connectivity between hip-hop and different genres of music, right? Like, it's really important to do that. Um, I don't think people often think that I, I could just give you a really basic example. Right? I, I, I grew up in East Flatbush and Crown Heights. My mom's is from the islands. I'm the only person in my family to be born in the United States. Everybody else is from either the islands or England. So hip hop kind of started with me, really, in the house. Mm. And my mother would tell me to turn off that jungle music. Right? She was like, why are you playing that Booker 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 music in my mm-hmm. house? Like, Stop. I, I don't want to hear that. Like, I don't want to hear that music. Right? And not because she would hear it outside. It would be loud, be cursing or whatever the case may be. But it was really about the vibrations, right? It was really about like how the music made her feel. Mm-hmm. And if I played, if I played, like I remember, I got L. O. Cool J out, and like when he would do the R and B type of records and vibes, she would like that. You know what I'm saying? Like if I would it, play, it,
0: it mimicked things that she was used to.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's anything that was a little bit more softer in tone. Um, anything that was, you know saxophone or this that and the third, anything that resembled anything that was R&B, anything that resembled anything that was reggae, mm-hmm. you know, anything that resembled anything that had a steel pan in it or you know, one drop or whatever the case may be. Things that were a little bit had a little bit more rhythm to it and a little bit more of a vibe rather than it just being like this hard. Right. Or thump to it. You can under, you can see that the body reacts differently to it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, so for me, I know that there's different pockets and different modes for different things, right? If I want to get, you know, if I want to be introspective, I don't think I could be introspective over some crazy, like, wow record with all types of chimpanzee noises going on in right. the background. Like that's not going to work, right? So you can't, uh, you
0: can't be introspective to any
1: I could. <laughs> I could. Yeah. But, you're not going to be interested. It's not going to make you, feel, it's not going to make you think when you hear it. It's mm-hmm. going to make you hype. Act, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: It's going
1: to make you act. Right. right. That's because of the way it's delivered through the sound bed, through the actual music. Mm-hmm. So there's certain things where if I'm being super introspective, we're not going to go crazy um, on, the, on the production in a way that it has to be a, a good matter
0: hmm So what's in store for BD-3? Oh,
1: I'm working on a lot
0: of things, like a lot. I
1: have a mixtape that I might be dropping. And then next year, what I was telling you about, I'm going to keep it on Hush because I, I would rather people see it, mm-hmm. feel it, hear it, because I'm touching all of the senses, right? And like, I don't want to I don't wanna promote it and try to gas people like, you're just going to be the crit now.
0: All right. I look forward to that. Because like I said, I, I enjoy, I haven't heard every song that you've made, but from the time that I started following you on IG, I've seen some of your work. I went on Spotify. Another song I came across, That's like a summer vibe to me, and I be bumping that in my car. I may be messing up the actual title, but we talking about Keisha. Oh, oh my god! Like the vibe (laughs) of that is very nineties hip hop, all around the way, girl. Like yo, Keisha, what up? Like (laughs) yeah, that's
1: that's Keisha. Yeah, that's a nice little vibe. I forgot
0: about that. I like that one. I like that one. So
1: Keisha. No money. my <laughs> Now I'm digging in my old celly. Her grandma country went a drillin' like some old Nelly. Black jelly stacked like a silver dollar. I pitched a penny, made a wish, and now it's time to holler. Foxy killer like Naruto. I do pose, I bite the run me rabbit like I'm Cujo. But you know law, gotta be kittin' what God gotta be tripping. Before the road thickens a piece of shit to be hitting. But I do say, do say, it's mezcal on the Wednesday. She blinded me with beauty like for three days. We stay off in the oasis of. Sure, couture, dripping down off her of body and two floors, so soft, Hey, this is Keisha.
0: I'm not here right now, so
1: leave a message up at the people. Bye. Yo, Keisha, what's up? It's me, Walkie. Let me know if you still on for Shavellas. Yo, what's good, Keisha? It's three. Yo, yeah, I'm in the park right now, right now. Skipping rocks at the water. What's goody? Come through. Lord listen with her hips swishing back and forth like a dancing machine with jaws dripping Wife, nah that is my life facts as I ain't know before tonight stars and planets align you got it right can't deny what heaven provide when the vibe is tight you know the shocker was clogging the whoppers so you came and gave me clean bill like a doctor power my Wakanda dime kill a nigga quicker before you can grab your wine drop my mind crazy before I could crash and die dive deep and Secret keys, I find them Open the doors to the countless levels of flow That your soul living
0: prolific My thinking, no ringing, you independent So we can shut a minute Yo, your are ill and we little tussing I ain't tripping if you ain't down with nothing Let's get this jumping If you think I'm bluffing What we discussing, it. Uh, she's picture with on a
1: mission like simple sex, a triple threat, bachelorette, mucho baguette. She's the press.
0: raise your tip, you'll break a sweat. Goddess in the flesh, Kalimba Keisha, it's nice to meet you. Can't keep her secret, your for features shame on the leases. Mama mia, place an order for margaritas. Vina with a male from Argentina, With ballerina, who capoeira, vin
1: She bad and bougie, rock a doobie and roll a doobie. You think she cooly? These niggas juicing, now who we fooling? We cruising to Smokey Raw, high up in a tinted car. Into Queens with the Queens passing through Jackie Rob, Ah, uh. oh, on a minute, let me get down and run for a minute, I'm just talking to your lover with sounds of cold chillin'. shoot before the buzzer so we can just do something like, uh, oh, what you gonna do now, run around town, I've been here for a while, I can provide the vibe, let me know if you're down, down.
0: can we where can my
1: audience find your music where can they follow you yeah so you can uh on ig i am who is bd3 on twitter i am i'm am who is bd3 i believe on facebook i'm bd3 music on uh, my youtube page is also bd3 music and if you want to support me directly you can go to whoisbd3.bandcamp.com i'm on bandcamp and um, when you go and purchase um, songs from there, that goes directly to me. It doesn't like go to anybody else. It goes directly to me. And I say that to say, I always try to leave people with this information. Um, back in the day, minimum wage was like, what, 5 15 5 25 an hour, something like that. Back right? in
0: the day when we were teenagers? When we were teenagers. It was like
1: 5 25 like 5
0: something,
1: uh-huh. Yeah, five, like 5 something. Now minimum wage is $15, right? hmm because the cost of living goes up.
0: Right? right.
1: Artists receive a fourth of a penny from their streams. Not even a full penny. They broke the penny in four.
0: That doesn't make sense.
1: Exactly. You write the song, you pay the musicians to make the song, or maybe, or maybe you buy a beat, right? You could buy a beat for like, you know, you could I don't I, I don't it's, not know it's, it's not cheap. It's not cheap. cheap then studio time, then the photo shoot, and this, then that, and all of that to put it in there and then give it to the audience for the powers that be to determine that you will only receive 0. 0.4, right? Like a fourth <laughs> of a penny off of that. So, I, you know, I try not to badger people into doing things, but when you when you got, like, independent artists, buy their merch,
0: yeah, buy support. Merch,
1: buy, buy a record. It ain't gonna cost you nothing. Because when you buy that song for three dollars, you own it forever, mm-hmm. right? Once you stop paying your Spotify bill, you lose all that music. When you buy that song, it's yours. Right? It's yours. It's, yours. it's just like you own a CD. It's like you own um uh vinyl. It's your song. Mm-hmm. So I, I always encourage people to like. Just try to do that. You don't have to do it all the time, um, but you're going to do it every so often just to show your, you know, your artists some love and some support. Because the other day I did like 200,000 streams on a song. I'm super grateful for that.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: that don't, I'm like, I want to see two. I need 200000 That's what I want. Right. 200,000 streams. I don't care less about, I'm grateful yeah. that people would stream the 200,000 times. That's, that's, that's not even 20
0: hours. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. That's no, crazy. people don't understand. Like, creatives do it for the art, for the passion. We We do it. Yes, we would love to get paid, but we do it because we're passionate about our art and our craft. But at the end of the day, like you said, now in this era of technology, you got to be up on every new little thing now ig is like oh you got to do reels you got to do this to continue to captivate your audience not understanding like you said there's photo shoot there's studio time you know what i mean doing a podcast you got to buy a mic you got to do this you got to edit you got to do that you got to pay to market it everything it it costs you know it adds up it adds up so yes Audience, please support um BD3. And you said it is who is BD3? Who is BD3.bandcamp.com?
1: And if you can't remember that,
0: mm-hmm. go to my IG. Mm-hmm. Hit
1: the link in my bio. It's all there.
0: Okay.
1: You don't okay. gotta do nothing but go to IG. Everything yeah. is
0: good. Artists and creatives out here, it ain't easy. All right. It's definitely yeah, we, not easy. We
1: got babies too that we gotta feed. <laughs> you
0: know what I mean? I feel you. I feel you. So again, like, thank you so much for even agreeing to do this interview. Thank yes. you for, um, telling us about your, your artistry, your work, new revelations for me about <laughs> juice. You know what I'm saying? And at the same time, just dropping knowledge also, on like just how hip hop has impacted us in our generation. But the the beast of the whole industry, I should say, like you said, the culture is a different thing. So thank you. Thank
1: you. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to this week's episode. I hope you've gained some knowledge, insight, and clarity in this moment, creating your own inner discoveries. Tune in again with new episodes released every Tuesday. And most importantly, head over to at she discovered podcast on Instagram to interact with me and receive more tips and info relating to all topics discussed. As always, you are appreciated.